can explain. This food is so fucking good, Lois. Ah, okay. Wow. Uh, I can record whenever, as long as it's not on my... Anyway, how are you doing? I'm pretty okay on the way to Walgreens. You're going to Walgreens? I do feel like that. I'm just... I couldn't... You're on You're on the phone. What do you mean? You're so... I'm not saying it's a uh, congratulations for going home. Let me hit you with the round of a, for going to Walgreens. Wow, Kayla's going to Walgreens, everybody. Yay. It's okay. It's uh, look, what are you going to Walgreens for? Yeah, I'm about to braid my hair down. Wait, so you getting hair from Walgreens? So you going to Walgreens for that? And I'm, I, ain't no me with the three. You know, I'm on the three. Okay, all right. Why wouldn't you just go to a uh, an ethnic-owned beauty uh, supply store that would, you know, put capital into your community? You know, you make a phenomenal, a phenomenal, but Walgreens is closer to the smoothie place. Might hit one at all. What kind of smoothie? You know what? It is three months. Maybe I will go. You get you get like a virgin pina colada. It's not. I mean, I, I, pina colada. The pina colada is not the kind of thing I would get just in the daytime. I don't think the fact that it doesn't have alcohol in it make it different. I mean, I didn't, are you taking me through your whole day? I didn't want to know the whole other stuff. Have you noticed that, like, at grocery stores and, like, stores where people stop people, like, there's a mad people? Are, they, are these people right now? They're white. They got, like, black underarms. All right, well, thanks, Kayla. Thank you so much for, for checking in. <laughs> You have a great day, okay? I hope you get everything. All right, goodbye. Good have a blessed day. Wow. Okay. Whew. Give it up for Kayla, everybody. Give it up for Kayla. Um. Okay. So, I know this must be a little weird, right? Wow, Rich. You know, you have to drop the podcast in a few weeks. And, you know, no warning, no nothing, just nothing for the past few weeks. What the what the fuck? What the fuck, Rich? Just kidding. It, it, seemed, it, it seemed that nobody really missed the podcast not dropping for a few weeks. So that was humbling, but that's not the point. <laughs> um, 
I needed a few weeks. I'll be honest. This is just like the jargon episode. I, I'm sorry, all the, I'm sorry, all the um, mailbag is just <laughs> me trauma dumping on everybody. I guess you could skip this. I'll, I'll try to make it up to everybody with uh, dropping a regular episode pretty soon. But um, I figured this is a good, uh, I can explain moment. So um, it's been a very weird couple of weeks for me. I'll be honest. Um, uh, some of the people who are closest to me might know my uh, my sister and my my baby niece, my brother in law, moved to LA a few days ago, and uh, you know that was tough because as a little as the little sibling, I've had my big sister around for my entire life, not too far away, so. She's definitely someone who was, like, my go-to for, like, advice for things. And she taught me how to cook and everything. So, and then, you know, no, no one who knows me knows how much I love my niece. So, it's uh, that was that was rough. I needed a few days for that. And uh, just for some other stuff. Just, yeah, I've been, uh, January has really been a month of uh, crying for me. I'd cry. I cried a lot in January. It's crazy. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. And when you put the, you know what? When you when you put the, when you, when you type out Black History Month, make sure the B is capital, bitch. Capital B. Capital B for blackness. Sorry, I'm drinking my low acid orange juice. Yeah, make sure you put the capital on the B when you say Black History Month, bitch. All right? <laughs> um, but yeah, happy Black History Month to everybody. It seems like every Black History Month, white people decide to wild out the most, which I view as a symptomatic, systematic attack. But, you know, I just feel like February is a month that, like, people just start doing goofy shit. Like, out of, out of like... Not even out of character, but like just like ran- like random, like <laughs> like this high school in the county I live in. No, it was a middle school. This middle school in the county I live in. On the first day of Black History Month, they serve these kids chicken and waffles with watermelon for dessert. On the first day of Black History Month, they couldn't enjoy one day of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and McDonald's. They couldn't do that. Nope. Just chicken and watermelon. Which, you know, it's crazy. They interviewed this little black girl who went to that middle school. And this <laughs> this black girl said, <laughs> she said, I knew something was wrong because Watermelons aren't even in season. <laughs> How the fuck you know when watermelons are in season? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> what are what are things in season? I, I had no clue. You're in middle school. You know what watermelons are? That's nuts. But yeah. So apparently, the food vending company. Uh has done shit like this in the past to the same exact thing apparently uh a while back they did the same thing at a at a college or a university or some shit like that and and they did the same thing but they gave them Kool-Aid as well so 
Shout out to I started with an A. I forget the name of the company, but Chicken and Waffles and Kool Aid still in 2023. <laughs> Just Chicken Waffles and Kool Aid and Big Lips 2023. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, like I said, they wait. They wait till Black History Month to do the wild out the most, which I feel is an attack. Tom Brady posted a pic of his fucking dick and balls <laughs> in a hotel. <laughs> like, I, this is what I'm saying, man. It's fucking, it's, it is the, it is the six. It's not even 10, we're not even 10 days into February. And Tom Brady's posting his dick and balls in his underwear in a hotel room. Like, what? what it, huh? Go get your fucking family back, you freak. You try, why, I don't trust a man who kisses his son on the lips like that. You see him? He looks into his eyes, too. That's this There's something, weird, something wrong about that guy. All right? I know he, I know athletes can do cool things with sports, but some, little, some of them are a little, a little not right in the head, you know? Like, it takes a lot of uh, focus and commitment and you know an effort to be able to do a lot of the physical things these these people can do with their bodies and in these sports but and in in that time where they're focused and and they're giving it all you know they're giving it everything they have to become better every day they're not learning to be <laughs> they're not learning to be you know just functioning people <laughs> socially you know, like Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player ever in the history, but he can't stop gambling. <laughs> and he's a, t- and all sources have shown that he's not the best father. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, LeBron James can't read past the first page of a book, but he is a basketball genius. You know, when you over, when you fill one cup up so much, you don't have enough for the other cups. All right. If you have three side chicks, but you spend all your time with side chick number two, one in three are going to feel neglected. And that's what I'm saying. The, the thing in Tom Brady's head, the thing that, that goes through like, the the mental gymnastics or capacity or whatever you want to call it the whatever is in the 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 brain of fathers that tell them hey don't kiss your son on the mouth <laughs> the thing whenever the dads figured that out tom brady was doing football drills and he was doing two minute warnings and throwing things into other things from from a far distance, all right. He was busy when when you know when people learn when. <laughs> fuck Carl Malone. I was gonna make a Carl Malone joke, but I'm not because I don't want anyone to know about that. I want him to fade into obscurity. Fuck this podcast is brought to you by fuck Carl Malone. All right. I hope I'm, I I. Never wish for anyone to be incarcerated except for Carl Malone. And a few, and a few, you know, a, f- a few politicians. 
But first, Carl Malone. I want the the first after we free everyone from jail, right? The first person who's going back in that motherfucker is Carl. All right, that weird ass motherfucker. I swear to God, man. You can't trust a black person who loves Utah. Name, you name all, name all the black people you know who love Utah. It's Carl Malone, and he's a fucking sicko. So fuck Carl Malone, and I hope your day comes. And if it doesn't, I won't make it. All right. Well, just give him a round of applause for fuck Carl Malone. <sighs> yeah, like... Ha- again, happy Black History Month. <laughs> um, I-, I think it's important to um, celebrate the little things. That's what Black History Month's always been for me, at least. At least as I've gotten older. It's, you know, celebrating. Because if everyone keeps, if you keep waiting for the big win, and those take time. But if that's all you're looking for, you're never going to be satisfied. You know, so I like to take February out to just look at things with a microscope and 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 become and and be grateful for the small things. So every time I see an old dude whose hairline is still intact, I'm like, shout out to Black History, man. You know, they didn't have to do it, but they did it, man. Or like every time I I use a vending machine and I get two chips for the price of one, I'm like, God damn, look at it, Martin. This is the dream. This had to have been. (laughs) Martin, this had to have been the dream, man. He thought I was going to, he knew. He knew, man. Martin knew. He was like, Rich going to get two cheese doodles. <laughs> he going to get two bags. He going to get two of the bags for for price of one, man. That's what I need for my boy. And they shot him. They shot him in Memphis. Can you believe that? I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I, I think it's crazy how they like to believe. They like, like, they like to make people believe that. Martin Luther King just faded away. <laughs> like he died by like sparkles in the light to and and then racism just went away. No. The they murdered that man. They had a whole plot to murder that man and then they did, and then they succeeded and that's what happened. So I I I I encourage everybody to when you talk about Martin Luther King, I end with Say anything you need to say about him, because everybody misconstrues his words anyway now. So, but no matter what you say about him, make sure you end it with, and the government killed him and got away with it. The end. (laughs) Instead of, and they all lived happily ever after, say, and then the government killed Martin Luther King and got away with it. So, you know. You know what? No matter what story you're telling, (laughs) if you're reading... If you're reading a story to kids during Black History Month, it could be Pinocchio or <laughs> or fucking Humpty Dumpty. You know, let's Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall, and then all the 
the horses and all the king's men could not put him back together again. And then the government murdered Martin Luther King and got away with it. It's no, but it's not funny. It's not funny that they murdered him, darling. It's the, the it's funny that I have to say this to you. <laughs> it's funny that a lot of people don't know that. Like they think he just it was some ransom rogue white man that got away or didn't. No, it was the government. The government did it. The same government who tweets Happy Mother the King Day on his birthday. I learned, I read this. Not I didn't read it. I don't read. But <laughs> this thing, kind of the same thing they do with uh, MLK. They kind of do with um, Bob Marley in which that, like, uh, the government kind of gave him some sort of, like, symbolic title. Some, and I guess on the surface, it looks like, you know, they're celebrating his life and legacy or whatever but in actuality they're trying to make it seem like he wasn't as anti-government as he was <laughs> so like you know the real which is which is doubly funny with the way that like i don't know all white people who want dreadlocks who act all like ooh hippie-ish and be like those are like kind of like the stereotypical white people who smoke weed kind of all those people wear the like Bob Marley shirts and shit like that, and all the like necklaces. When like that man hated what? Oh man! And I didn't know that he was half. I didn't know he was half. That's crazy. Yeah, Bob Marley's dad was white. Crazy things. Um. Yeah. So welcome to your Black History Month. <laughs> Uh, this is a, what is the social? This is the worst social studies class you've ever had. The, this episode is the, the worst social studies teacher you've had ever in class. Just ran, just rambling and and implanting random Black history facts with more rambling and then laughing. Um, but yeah, I thought that was very interesting. How you know how they might you skew how people try to skew the memory of a person post-death because, you know, they're not there to really, you know, combat it or whatever. But uh, I guess I do have some questions. <laughs> yeah, so I guess it's for fucking questions, right? Um, crazy. Crazy the... It's it's kind of nuts how long it took to get from the start of this podcast to me reading this first question. <laughs> um, I apologize. I'm like holding you hostage. Working on the weekends like usual. <laughs> I wish that I could have this moment for life. Okay, first question. <laughs> What is your <laughs> what is your favorite track off of SOS, the SZA album? I'm glad you asked. I actually really like the intro song. I don't know why. It's like the first song, the SOS, the title track. I don't know. I just like listening to it. 
<laughs> um, I feel like anytime someone says like their first their favorite song is the intro, people might think that they just didn't like the album, but it's just a happy coincidence that the first song that played it was like, yep, this is the one for me. But um, man, like I said in the episode of Rodwell, love that album. It just makes me feel like the prize. I just feel so appreciated when I listen to this in the album, man. Just like, oh, just lets me know I'm, my presence is missed. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's all. I, I like um, I like a uh, low too. Low, I, I I think is dope. Um, the song with uh, old dirty bastard was cool. <sighs> I, I, this, this, I have such specific memories about Old Dirty Bastard that I feel like people don't mention enough. Like him being re- like a world, like a Billboard charting songs with Wu Tang, but still going to pick up his welfare in the limo just doesn't get discussed enough. <laughs> like th- th- no one is doing that these days. Well, I mean, I guess. Some of y'all did it with the PPP loans, but this is different, man. This 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 is just it's different, man. It was different back then. <laughs> it is weird that like I feel like rap. I, well, I, oh, I speak in ad nauseum about how rap is such a unfortunate genre to be a fan of because more than any other genre. Like, you're more likely to see loss. You're more likely to see an artist you like just died tragically. But ODB died in a very interesting way where it was like ODB, Nate Dogg, um, DMX to an effect, like, Big Pun. All these rappers died from just, like, you know, health issues. <laughs> you know, like it was not like uh, um, Tupac and Biggie where they they got shot or all these other rappers got shot or whatever. It's like, dude, just didn't go to the doctor enough and couldn't get a handle on his health, and he passed away. It's sad. Like, I I get saddened about thinking about Nate Dogg all the time. I feel like so many of these artists could have had that Nate Dogg feature, and it would have been crazy. I didn't mean to shake like that, but I'm thinking about it. Like, imagine a Ty Dolla Sign song with Nate Dogg. Are you kidding me? I would have had kids by now if that song was allowed to come out. <laughs> like, um, who else? Like, I guess James Brown, kind of. I kind of forget how he died. I kind of just threw his name out there. Yeah, I'm getting a lot better with those. Um, <laughs> but damn, this pizza on Pizza Hut looks dope. Good. They got this new the the big New Yorker. This isn't an ad for Pizza Hut. More so an ad for pizza. James Brown. Way. How did all of this, this trouble begin? Living in America. Right I'm talking about. <laughs> pizza is not older, but this could be. Any pizza place wants to sponsor this pod, I will chop this shit up and put your name right back in there. But, you know, 
So just keep that in mind. So anyway, this pizza I'm looking at from Pizza Hut looks juicy and delicious. <laughs> if I told you a pizza was, if you asked me how the pizza was, and I said juicy, <laughs> no one uses juicy on pizza, but because you know why? Because the juice is grease. The 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 juice is just grease. But like that's what I'm saying. Like. Yeah, pizza is greasy, but I don't expect it to not be. All these people want everything out of everything. And if you don't understand what I mean when I say that, let me break it down. People want every little thing to satisfy them in every single way. When that's not even the case. When I used to work at Cheesecake Factory, I used to get super upset when people would get the low calorie cheesecake. Let me put you a little insider. There's a cheesecake factory insider. Ready? When I make the because the low calorie cheesecake has its own separate whipped cream. We don't use the regular whipped cream. We have to use a low calorie whipped cream. In the book recipe notes, it literally says if the whipped cream tastes good. You've made it wrong. <laughs> if I made when I was making all the whipped creams and the ingredients and the and the side pieces for the cakes at Cheesecake Factory, when it came to the low calorie whipped cream, if I made it, they said if you taste it and it tastes good, you've made it incorrectly. You made it too sweet. <laughs> I had to use the fucking. We had to like drop this shit in that's like an artificial sweetener that fucking they make you taste when you first become a baker some sort of like fucking initiation bullshit but yeah this fucking disgusting artificial sweetener you have to do like two drops in or whatever and instead of because with the regular whipped cream we have the whip machines but for the locale we're not wasting a whip machine on low calorie whipped cream that's disgusting so we had to whip that shit ourselves and if you've ever whipped whipped cream by hand, you are strong. <laughs> that shit is hard. That's a workout in the morning. I do that shit every day. And I had to do all of that work because you wanted a low calorie cheesecake. Hey, here's the thing. Not to be harsh, but if you're on some sort of restricted calorie intake, Maybe no cheesecake. I know. I know. Oh, I know. I'm a bad. I'm the bad guy. I'm the baddest guy in the world for maybe saying if maybe we don't need low calorie cheesecake. Just don't eat the cheesecake because I promise you that low calorie cheesecake is not going to make you feel good. I know why you want a low calorie cheesecake because you want something. All right. You need a little sweet. You need something. You need that little, you know, at the end you eat, you ate something. You need a little. I know. I know what you need. But it's not going to make you feel the way you think it's going to make you feel. You think you're cutting corners. Uh-huh. You think you're making a deal. You think you, you know, you're you, you being cute right now. You think you're being cute. You're not. Okay? You think you're just going to eat this low-calorie cheesecake and what? You think you're going to have it both ways, huh? You think it's going to taste good and it's not going to 
pack on the pounds because it's low calorie. It's not. It's not gonna get you. It's. It's not gonna give you anything you want. So you might as well just suffer. Let's save your money. Okay. Now we all suffering. Cause I gotta scoop out that when you get regular whipped cream and it comes out the machine, it's like all ribbony and it looks great. It looks like art. When you get the low-calorie whipped cream for the low-calorie cheesecake, we scoop that bitch out. Pop! Like that. It's it's an ugly-ass scoop of disgusting cream for your disgusting cake. You're, You're making me and you suffer for what? For what? For fucking what? Why? You know how this ends. I know how this ends. I've seen it. All right, either go home and have some sleep for dessert so you could continue whatever dumbass diet you on, or you can come over here and get the most fattening, disgusting cheesecake ever. Get the Reese's, get the red velvet with all the extra calories. And you can enjoy your fucking life. And sit, and sit with the big dogs. Okay? The big dogs get cheesecake. You're going to be a big dog. You're going to be a small dog. <laughs> you can talk men into anything by just being like, you want to be a big dog? This is what the big dogs are doing. Every guy wants to be a big dog. <laughs> Every single dude wants to be a big dog or one of the big dogs or included into the big dog. No one wants to be the small dog. You know? If I had a van, right, and I pulled up on a bunch of dudes and I'm like, yo, get in the van. And they're like, what, what? So I'm like, the big dogs is getting in this van. I got a lot of big dogs. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not bad. I thought I was talking to some big dogs. Am I talking to big dogs? Am I talking to small dogs? Only big dogs get in this van. Them dudes gonna get in that fucking van and not have them. <laughs> and they're not going nowhere. <laughs> Shout out to me for successfully kidnapping five men, grown men. That's all it takes. You want a man to do anything in your life, just just gaslight him into thinking that the thing you want him to do is something that big dogs do. <laughs> And then the opposite thing of what you're trying to get him to do is something that a smaller dog usually partakes in. And then the results speak to themselves. So what the fuck was I talking about? Cheesecake? Yeah, fuck that place. Fuck Carl Malone. (laughs) Fuck Carl Malone still to this day. I I can't stress this enough. That man cannot be allowed to. (laughs) <laughs> a man cannot be allowed to exist still there's nothing but cults in 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 water and white people over there it's ridiculous it's, can we trade states it's tough this is the thing like i feel like if we could set up some sort of like system here, here's the thing here's the Here's the social studies buff talking in me, right? Because if anyone 
Uh, no, the one subject in high school that I was, I was amazing at is social studies. One, because unlike anything else, I could just kind of talk to an old person and get all the answers for anything I needed to know. <laughs> or I could just go watch something and get the whole historical context for it. And, you know, it, it, was, it was whatever. So I was really good at social studies. I think a lot of the things when people talk about... um. When people have these discussions on us, like the U.S., like versus like the different countries or whatever, or like you see a video, right, of a jail in Finland, <laughs> and it's like, well, this jail, they let them crochet their own prisoner outfits, and everybody gets nap time, and. There's this big old big titty lady and all the inmates get to suck on her titty for 30 minutes a night. You know, like shit like that. And then, <laughs> yeah, Helga comes through. <laughs> all the prisoners love Helga. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, my point is, um, and then people be, oh, my God. This is crazy. I don't understand why the United States can't can't have big old titty Finnish women named Helga let the inmates in the U.S. suck they titty. Why can't the U.S. prisons do this? The prison system in the U.S. needs to. Hey, look, I'm going to let you something. The prison system in America does what it does because that's what they wanted to do. They don't want <laughs> they don't want these prisoners to come out as better people. They want to punish them and create free slave labor for different industries. That's why the prison system does what it does. You can't really compare things in the U.S. to countries who are the size of Rhode Island. And that's my main point when I'm trying to get into this market for trading states to other countries. Because how do we create a market for Utah? Right, like, who do we give Utah to? Who, what other country has the, what other country has the infrastructure to take in Utah and absorb it into their own and have something to give us back? Because Utah, Idaho can stay. Idaho can stay. I feel like everybody always says Montana. But I need Montana to stay. I need to study it more. I don't want to just give off Montana. Just, yeah, I feel like there's some shit going on. I don't know. I don't trust it. I don't, well, so much space. This is such a it is such a New Yorker's way of viewing shit. But I really can't understand the concept of places that are just acres of straight land. <laughs> Earl Swisher said that shit that people in New York are so angry because you don't really see the sun that much versus at other places where the, you always see the sun. But in New York, you just see more buildings, just straight buildings and how that's affected our mindset. So I guess I'm thinking of a place like Montana, places like Oklahoma, places like Wyoming. Like, what the fuck y'all doing all this land? <laughs> what the fuck is going on there, you know? Like, think about Australia. 
there are more kangaroos there than people. You don't think that... It, first of all, if I'm a kangaroo in Australia, you know how they're built, right? And then you factor in that there's more of them. What the fuck, big huh? I'm going to I'm going I'm going up to the one of my one of my K's. I don't know one of the one of my roos. <laughs> that sounds better. Yo, what's good, my roo? Well, actually, that's too, that sounds too close to Pyro. I don't want to. They're not gangbangers. What I'm saying is, I'm going. I'm a kangaroo man. I'm going up to my other kangaroo homie and being like, yo. There's more of us than the, this is what the Black Panthers tried to do. The king, I'm like, yo, there's more of us kangaroos than they, these humans, and we strong as fuck, man. What if kangaroos started to fight back in Australia? What are we gonna do? What if the kangaroo, as a species, completely overtook Australia? Like. They they just they 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 came together and they started beating these motherfuckers up, <laughs> and then they had to evacuate or leave, and they just started take they just took back the land. Then what? What are we gonna do? King Australia would belong to them, and then what? They hunker down, become civilized. They they start. Really capitalizing on their natural resources. You have a whole kangaroo nation. There's a whole conspiracy. On whether or not we'll let them in the Olympics. And there's just one. <laughs> no, I gotta finish. There's just one. <laughs> this, this kangaroo, young kangaroo. It does a very heartwarming uh, ice skate routine, and everybody cries. She's like, we're the only one world kangaroo. And it's touching, and everybody claps, and then we let them, we let them in the, we let them in the Olympics. And then three years later, there's like a terrible incident during a track and field and one of the kangaroos throws one of those you know that event where um that event where they throw that big thing I think that is every event in Olympics but you get you like it though it looks like a cannonball but with a handle and they spin around and throw that shit <sighs> whatever that thing is the kangaroo throws that at a human and it kills them and then it starts this whole thing about we shouldn't let these kangaroos in the Olympics. This is a mistake to let the kangaroos in the Olympics. You can't trust them. Um, there's old ladies in the crowd who were, used to be from Australia when she was young but had to evacuate when the kangaroos took over. And she's old and has a scar on her eye. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm the Barbie. I don't know. How did I get here? Yes, Montana. They just have too much land. <laughs> oh, God. 
this is enough. The 30 is enough. I promise to give you guys an actual episode next week. We're back. Enough time off. <laughs> I'm no, I'm slightly less depressed. Um I've cried. I got all my crying out. I'm good now. We can get back to business. It's all good. Thank you guys for whatever, not unsubscribing. <laughs> Thank you for not noticing, and I've been gone for two or three weeks. I appreciate y'all. That was that y'all spazzed out when you did that. Um, shout out to everybody who's been holding it down. Um, yeah, man. Fuck, I'm about to make some steak tacos tonight. So shout out to me. Shout out to me for real, for real, for real. I didn't have to. I didn't have to, but I'm about to. Uh, shout out to Pedro Pascal. Um, you know, killing it, man. Really killing it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm watching some new shows. I started Barry. Barry's a good show. If anyone doesn't know, Barry's a show about a serial, not a serial. He's not a serial killer. He's an assassin, right? He's an assassin who moves to L.A. and takes an acting class and tries to be uh, a great actor to kind of be more social. Um, It's really funny. I like it. Really short. If you're into short shows, (laughs) um, shout out to The Last of Us. If you haven't been watching that, it's amazing. Very, it sticks like very true to the games, which I think is really nice. It's going to be very interesting how they go from game one to game two. Cause if, and I'm not spoiling anything for anyone, but if you know what happens in the second game, it's kind of crazy how they're going to do that and who they're going to cast is Abby. Here's what I can say with no spoiler. In the second game, they introduce a character named Abby and she is this girl with big fucking arms. Her arms are so big, she could crush a bowling ball with by flex. She has these big fucking arms and a high ponytail. <laughs> and she fucks everybody up. <laughs> who do you cast? Who like what's a who uh, so who's a white woman who's like chunky? Like who do you cast for that? I don't even know. I would have said Adele, but not anymore. Who? Melissa McCarthy would be good, but she's too old. She's like younger. Like who's like a younger white actress who is like, like I like. She has huge fucking arms. They like. She, I'm looking like I can't even think of an actress who has like the size of arm. It don't even have to be mold like muscly toned, muscly toned. They don't have to be toned or anything or muscular. Like just who has the size of arm? I can't even think of anybody. Like I said, it could have been Rebel Wilson, but not anymore. It's tough. If you know any white women in your life who have big arms. Let us know at the Hella Curious Pod. Maybe we could try to get her an audition to be an actor 
for Abby for the future seasons of The Last of Us. So if you know anyone with the arm size, please let us know. Hopefully we could try to get an audition out. That'd be kind of great. We could help someone start their acting career. Um, if you have an acting career, you could send us also your audition tape and we'll just figure it out. <laughs> Helicarious Pod on uh, Instagram.com. All right, so yeah, we can kind of get out of here. Um, Anita, our cat Anita is here somewhere. I don't know where she is. She's, yeah, she's licking herself somewhere. I'm about to lick myself. If you catch my drift, okay. All right, well, thanks. (laughs) One more applause for the road.